0: Everybody, how's everybody doing today on a cold Friday night? Yeah, so welcome, everybody. Penny Van, we got Gary. Hopefully, they got the Rebecca's in here so we know we got the tow truck. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. So, Stingray, oh, is he in here tonight? Interesting. So, what are you all up to?
1: been behaving. It's (laughs) Uh, it's so hot, Um, mucking Ah. around doing the crime show. That was a bit hairy, Um, but I think it's important times at the moment regarding our new changes of energy and everything coming in. So we need to review our protection. And we're going to discuss cleansing and clearing, which houses, energy, entities, land. Hey, you, Michelley. All
0: right, so I hit the wrong button, but anyways, I got an announcement to make. So if y'all noticed uh, today, I put out something that's uh, on the 21st of this month. It's on a Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. The show. Right, that we talked about. What's it called? What's it called?
1: Started with S. Isn't it the pulse? Yes, pulse. Doesn't
0: start with S. Pulse has been born. So uh, we got uh, a new addition to the family. Uh, It's going to be very interesting. She's very well known on the West Coast. So now, this show, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be very unique. Uh, we are going to be uh, unfiltered and uncensored. (laughs) So we're not talking language. We're not talking nasty stuff. We're just, we're just saying it's unscripted. So if you want to call in about your relationship and talk about a soapbox, we're going to have at it. If you want guidance or a counselor, we're going to talk about it. Um, We're going to talk about current events. And we're also going to talk about what's going on in the entertainment business and, it's just going to be a soapbox, right? Now, it's also going to come with a twist. So, uh, <laughs> you got to keep a straight face during the show at one point or another. So, it, it, it I don't know how we're going to do this. <laughs> uh, so, we uh, actually put this show together. Uh, very interesting. Because we talked about this off the air. And people gave me some good good insight. And I was like, well, I don't know. You know, i got to find certain people to do this. And so I think I found the people, so we're gonna give it a world. But for example, I want you all to keep a straight face, right? Are you ready? I don't want you all to laugh. Can you do it? Try. All right. Nope. What what did the policeman say to his belly button? You're under a vest.
1: We're gonna need a lot of help. <laughs>
0: You're not supposed to laugh.
1: I know. Well, you right. did. You started in, left.
0: I, I can't and help you it. Went, and
2: All you right. went red. And you so blushed.
0: Why did <laughs> Billy throw a clock out of the window?
2: You wanted to see time fly.
0: Right. I, I knew. I knew Michelle would get that one. Now, <laughs> what do lawyers <laughs> wear to court? No lawsuits. What
2: lawsuit? Lawsuit. That's not even funny. (laughs) Stop. I'm laughing at you, not the joke. What did you (laughs) say?
0: Okay. Okay. Here's another. Here's another. (laughs) Hold up. Let me get my composure. Hey, Sean. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's try this again. Don't laugh. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Why did the robber <laughs> take a bath? <laughs> because he wanted to make a clean getaway. <laughs> I want uh, what you <laughs> I don't you're on. I think he's
2: very good at keeping a straight face. <laughs> you mentioned it, it you kidding. Kidding.
0: Yeah, but. Uh... You laugh. All right. All right. Let's just one more. All right. Get your get you, get you composed. <laughs> Look at Leon. Oh my God. Michelle, your poker face. Okay. All right. What did one toilet? Say to the other toilet.
2: Toilet, toilet. The other toilet.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. You
1: can look. Only <laughs> what? Excuse me. <laughs> you look <At> flushed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right,
0: last one. Thank God. Last one. All right. All right. All right.
2: I'm just laughing (sighs) at you, not your jokes. They're terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Last one. All right. Here we go. Last one. All right. What do you call (laughs) a belt with a watch on it? (laughs)
2: <laughs> a waste
1: of time. <laughs> oh, my. God. I don't know how you... <laughs> the only one I know is how, you... how do you start a teddy bear race? Ready, <laughs> teddy, go. <laughs>
0: I can't do this with you all.
1: No, no <laughs> way. <laughs> I can't do
0: it.
2: You need better jokes, they're terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta
0: be clean,
1: yeah. Flush the toilet's not clean. I thought you're gonna say a real flush, or you know,
0: <sighs> anyways.
2: <laughs> the funny part is your face and your you're laughing. Is like, hysterical.
0: I mean, the look on your all's faces are priceless.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, is that that <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, That's funny.
2: So anyway, I'm, I'm still on I, I didn't, I like I didn't get the joke, Gene. In my family,
0: mm. yeah, not we a. You
2: can tell, right? Yeah,
1: Oof. I'm pretty useless at jokes.
0: Well, anyways, I'm just, I'm just warm, warm up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait. I can't either. Here am Uh, I trying to be serious?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you're
2: giving you're giving beetroot a run for its money right now.
0: Mm -hmm. So we're gonna try something, ladies (laughs) and (laughs) gentlemen. We'll see how it goes. But
1: yeah, it'll be brilliant. (laughs) (sighs) Card for the day.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, it's <that's laughs> like uh is she in here tonight? Rebecca? No, all right. So that's like the other night we had black eyed children,
1: and oh. I was in the
0: middle of in a deep thought and talking and somebody's like, well, I'll make them a salad. What the hell you mean you make them a I salad? I heard that.
1: I heard that. <laughs> I thought... Hello? I've just moved planets again. Does
0: he want but some I, blue cheese?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's you know.
0: No, I yeah, black-eyed children's going to come to my house. I'm going to make them a damn salad. Uh, Hello, uh, Barb.
1: I'd be getting, Get you know, our, our little boom-boom friends so, as a so. welcoming committee.
0: You don't miss the jokes. You have to go back and watch the jokes. But, uh <laughs> But I did. I took everybody's comments and sh- put them in the box and shook them and try to see what we can do. Hey, Squatch Holland or Squatch and Holler. Yeah, I had to read that twice. All right. So what are we going to do tonight? You say?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> first, we'll have the card. Um, this Today I went for the Mayan cards. I thought something different and it's not as long and I can try and concentrate. Um, this one is Darkness. It's uh, my own one.
0: Wow, that's heard? a good way to start the show. Correct. Oh, Darkness, my old my friend. friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh my Neither God. of us can sing. We better not sing, Grizzly. <laughs> okay, so this one. Night was a time when one's soul went wandering during sleep, exposing it to danger, Grizzly. It was a time when the spirits were active and not all of them were good spirits. The Maya believed that dreams were the memory of nights, wanderings and were an indication of the spirits that were encountered during sleep. It's a time of spiritual closeness and openness. Darkness can hide much that is wrong. There's duality, spirituality and separation. So, that's appropriate for what we were going to do with our cleansing and um, clearing, because David is going to. <laughs> David is going to, to. I can't. I can't speak. <laughs> David's going to discuss cleansing uh, using rods, and we were going to follow up and see if everyone's okay with their um, dousing. You know, if there are any questions with their first dousing. Hope he
2: brings his borax. Uh huh. Well, no. Oh, I was God. gonna get. I was gonna get mine from out underneath the kitchen sink and bring it in as well.
0: <laughs> <Have a look. laughs> then he couldn't talk during my whole damn show, and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Everybody in the comments are like, "Are you all right?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kath. I'll behave. I will behave. I will behave. I can't. So, I don't know how you
0: can. <laughs> I mean, I cannot believe. It. I mean, he did that. I wasn't like, what the hell? I don't know. But it but does anyways, work. A lot of people use it. Hey, a lot of people do. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't see me sucking on a battery. So no,
1: me either. But but I know people that have sulfur in honey, and they swear by it, like sulfur.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. Yeah.
1: But I suppose it's like charcoal, you know, like if to get infections and things out. And a friend of mine's got a horsey, Michelle, and it's had all the skin ripped off his the front part of his leg, horsey's He's leg. Like, what do you? The, oh, okay. all the, the horse's leg, all the skin came off the horse's leg. He got caught in the fence. So oh, okay. they they wrap it with honey and then they get a baby's nappy and put the nappy around the honey and tight and it sucks out all the bad things. By the end of the week, all the, you know, there's no infection, no crawlies or anything like that.
2: Manuka mm, so, honey.
1: Uh, he said it didn't matter what honey. Really? Oh. Yeah, because I I said um, with the manuka okay. that my daughter has to have that because uh, the voice they all say the honey's good for singing. Yeah, well, it's
2: an antibacterial, antibacterial. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. They found out in America the honey on the shelves not real honey; it's uh, nah. artificial honey, and people are throwing. No, that's
1: out. why you're supposed to get the manuka. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Hey, Virgil, that's like welcome.
1: Ninety bucks a jar.
0: Yeah, Penny Van's talking about the salad too. I couldn't I believe it.
1: No, me either. Like, howdy.
0: So, <laughs> that that stirred up some comments that night. Then she bounced. I was like, "Oh, I felt so." I had to message her after the show. I'm like, "All right." She had an emergency. I was like, "Oof." So.
1: Yeah, Virgil was he the one that was on the getting rescued in the floodwaters?
0: I don't know who was. I missed it. I couldn't see. I couldn't find my hanky. I couldn't I couldn't see the computer screen. My sides were hurting. Save it. You. you know, and, and Mark turned red, you know, that was funny. Was, I had to go back and watch that, just see him turn red.
1: I poor, you know how I had to go down the coast and pick up the grizzly van. My poor Mark had to listen to me for another three hours in that van. <laughs> But anyway, I drove it back. Nothing happened. It was all good fun. Oh, good. No, didn't see any Yowies. That was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> but yes, so everything's happening at the moment. From what I can understand and the, the simplest way I can explain it is we're between creations as, energetically. Um, I like to describe it as... The ferry coming into the wharf, big ferry, sticks itself into reverse and mushes up all the sand. Everything gets all stirred up. To me, I feel we're in that phase at the moment and everything's chaotic. The sand's all swishing about. um, And there's lessons in there that um, before the sand settles, I think it might be a good idea for some people. Um, if they have got something inside that they haven't spoken about ever, I think it might be a good time to spill um, before we get into this new creation um, and things settle down. Uh, there's a lot of people out there at the moment we've also got to be careful of, trying to group a lot of us to help with the new creation. Um, be very careful who you're getting mixed up with. You don't know what's going on. Um, there's a lot of trickery going on, a lot of deceit, a lot of games, all to do with our new creation that we're moving into. Um, another reason to keep your protections up at all times, be really careful what you're doing and always go to the, the layers. Like Last night I watched this um the tail end of a serial killer, um, American one. And this guy made out that he had split personalities. So when they first got him, he was this lovely, meek, you know, good-looking, lovely kind of suck-in. And then they got all these psychiatrists and hypnotherapists and everyone in to figure out what was going on. Um, The hypnotherapist... The hypnotherapist, um, he found that he took him right back to childhood and found him under, he was under a bed and he was terrified um, of his mother. His mother was beating him and all this sort of stuff. Um, And so the hypnotist thought, yes, 100%, this guy's got multiple personalities. He thought that that was when he split into the other personality when he was a little boy at four years old. Then the other psychs came in and, you know, they did polygraphs, they did all these tests, all different ones. And one guy said, no, nah, that's a fake because he tried to hypnotise this guy again and um, he, he was too active in all his expressions and he he was too quick at doing things that the, psycho- the hypnotist had kind of semi-programmed. And then the guy that was faking that he had multiple personalities started to get angry because he realised that he, he wasn't sucking them in anymore. So then um, they switched and the, the guy came clean. And then he, he went, oh, yeah, it was my cousin. So he then dragged in the cousin, blamed the cousin, for assisting in all these multiple terrible things this guy did um and the, in the end they didn't know who to charge like do they charge the split personality do they charge the guy did they charge the cousin it was a mess big mess
0: so, so with split personalities all right so let's let's take a look at that yeah so when it comes to crimes and murders uh specifically uh, when that first got introduced back in the late 70s, early 80s. a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon because they didn't know how to identify that. in on paper, uh, diagnose that properly. So a lot of people use that to try to get out of crimes. Uh, a lot of people that commits those crimes, uh, people realize that they watch crime shows and picked up on things, and learn how to do certain techniques, and they use that in their defense when they're caught, or how to commit crimes. Uh, a lot of things were banned on the internet during those years because people can look up things they shouldn't look up how to do things and get away with stuff, right? Yeah. example, certain cookbooks and so forth that make certain things. So the government banned that over here and monitored it. So with psychological, psychologists and doctors uh, that study this field for 20 or 30, 40 years, uh, they went back, and especially the FBI and some of the top-notch doctors that writes uh, in the Medical Journal journal for the World for these top leading other doctors, compile their notes, and they study these serial killers and people that commit these crimes, especially the heinous ones, right? Yeah. And they dissected each person, and, and they go back, and they look at their childhood, how they were born. Uh, were you in poverty? Was you beaten? Was your parents married? I mean, you know, they go through the checklist. Now, do I believe you are, you are a product of your environment? Yes, I do. Twofold. You get to an age where you know right from wrong. Some people always say birds of the feather flock together, right? Guilt by association. A lot of people get under that boardwalk or in that umbrella. Yeah. But these other people learn how to manipulate the system. So these doctors and these psychiatrists with all these years experience in especially studying these cases, figured out, and it's correct, uh, Squatch Holler, uh, how to make a test not an aptitude test but it's almost like a personality test to decipher if you're telling the truth or not right so a lot of companies went to that in the early 2000s Um, they would pre-screen you and they would ask you certain questions to see if you would tell the truth Mm -hmm. and not only tell the truth to see if you would be consistent with your answers Throughout, whether there be 50, 100, 200, 300 questions. And if everybody stops and thinks, they still do that to this day. And they ask you general questions. Um, Some of them are moral questions, right? Some of them are ethical questions. Some of them are right and wrong. What would you do? How would you handle? And some of them will go against companies' policy or morals, right? Morals. So they took all that stuff. And they compiled it. So they almost got it bulletproof. But Michelle's an expert. You're an expert. You're for the defense. You're for the prosecutor, right? So they're always going to contradict each other. So now it's going to be based off who has the most expert testimony. They either go by cases or years and experience practicing, right? So that's twofold, because if Michelle's got an extra 10 years on you and she's very good and in front of a jury, they're going to lean towards her because the way she talks and the way she handles herself compared to you. So now you got down. So it's, it's very <laughs> flip flop and it's very interesting to see people. They get caught up. What's so funny?
1: That's like the same when you this, like the side tests. <laughs> the site test can be um, addressed to certain categories yeah, so can that I? yeah so that the if you've got one site test coming into you know a front loader job or as compared to a teaching site evaluation that the questions are set up to zone in into particular needs um so that they can cut out the other traits that they don't want um there was a lot of conjecture about all of those psych tests um when i did criminal psychology that was half of the year you know because of them changing the questions to direct them at certain people and then when you get into court like you say they clash
0: that is correct so it's twofold right so uh and I'm not going to say what company they went to uh, that. I'll, I'll just call it aptitude test for now. Oh, yeah. And they came to us and they're like, take it. And management, I think 10 of us or, or nine of us, all of us failed that test. And the company was like, holy cow. We paid like $35,000 just to get this. I think it was 40 questions drawn up so yeah. they had to go back and redo it and we were like damn we wouldn't get hired if we had to take this test yeah. and we were top notch right so they had to go back and redo it because what it does that test weeds out a lot of banks wannabes and people bs on the resumes yeah. so uh and it also tests your morals and you got to be careful because whether you answer yes or right or whatever one way, they'll ask you that same question six different ways without you knowing it. And you answer six different ways too, right? And you'll flunk it. So you're not consistent. So now you're a compulsive liar and you're just trying to satisfy the test. And you, you'll get caught. So it, it, it is made to identify you. So, it, so it, the companies, I applaud them for what they're doing. But here's the problem with that, right? You and Michelle... You are terrible on paper, but you get in front of somebody, you can sell yourself. You're a people person, right? So, and that's a problem with a lot of people. They don't look good on paper, but they get in front of somebody and they ask questions about what's on the resume. They can explain it. Yeah. But if I don't like what I'm looking at. I'm not going to give you an opportunity to even take the test or even give you an opportunity to get your foot in the door. I'm going to put yeah. it in the no pile and go on. Yeah. So, like yeah. what you
1: see on the outside yeah. is not what you see on the inside. That is um, correct. And, and like, you know how that, that sh- there's that TV show on where they select the jurors
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they do the exact same thing we're talking about now. And then they cut out the ones that, you know, they don't think will be successful to get a conviction. Right. Do they really do that?
0: Yes, they do. And no, I ask you personal questions, how you feel, and everything else. So when they do a jury selection, right, uh, first off, they'll send you a notice in the mail and uh, let you know that you've been uh, selected. And sometimes they'll have answers, a questionnaire to answer, and you have to submit that back. And based on that is whether you have to show up to the poll or not or some uh, mis- municipalities will have you just show up and you just have to do the interview process and it's, it's terrible. So yes, they did. depends on where. I forgot
1: what I was going to say then. So
0: um, what
1: was,
2: where were we headed with all of that? Were, the
0: person oh, that was committed the crimes, they didn't know how to charge them. So,
2: Oh, I was still on the so, ferry. Sorry. so when
0: so when you charge somebody with a crime, right? You charge the individual, not the personality. Uh, yeah. you look at uh, Lorraine Warren and Ed when they did that uh, case where the devil made me commit the crime, right? Where that kid got possessed by the devil and he he committed murder. Uh, They were trying to prove in a court of law that he was possessed by the devil, that he didn't deserve to be in jail. He deserved to be in a hospital. Well, and nobody's never tried that before. And look how many people has tried that case with other people being possessed. So it's just, you know, people take advantage of the system.
1: And also like different, like I've got fibromyalgia, so I heat up. So and sweat, you know, perspire, whatever the word, the correct word is perspire. So, if 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 I've got a policeman, for example, asking me a question, all of a sudden, it, I've got no control over what happens. The body heats up, I start perspiring, I go bright red. Um, but they think I'm lying. That could be
0: that could be false positives and indicator yeah. that you're not being truthful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But once again, if you got a good investigator, right, and they get your baseline, yeah. And once they get your baseline, no matter what you do, they will know if you're telling the truth or not. So yes,
1: yeah, yeah. So that's why we were talking about trickery and how complicated it is to see what's really going on. And the same goes with the cleansing. You know, like we we do the same rules apply. You have your permission your privacy rules you protect up everything's the same way even if you're doing land like someone asked me a question once do i ever go out and not find water and straight away i said no that came across as egotistical it didn't the reason i i answered no straight up like that is because i'm not going to go out there unless i do my research first i'm not going to organize trucks and drills and pipes and all of that, unless I've, you know, I'm fine to begin with at home. So if we were to go out and cleanse land, um, I would check it out. So
0: what did you learn then? Well, and this is where I teach
1: not to waste my time.
0: No, learn how to deliver your message.
1: Oh, I'm not very good at that.
0: So when somebody asks you a question, you say before i start this is what i do a b c d and these are the necessary steps to get to that goal but for me to get there this is what i have to do before i get there to see if it's worth it say once and this is where i tell people when you investigate into the paranormal or you are in the bigfoot world so because people will go out and collect evidence right and They'll submit pictures into a Facebook group, and they're like, Bigfoot done this, Bigfoot done this. And everybody else is like, how in the hell do you know Bigfoot done that? Well, they're not telling the story. So, yeah. for example, yeah. I go into an area that I know Bigfoot's there because I have proven documentation when it comes to tracks, tree, tree breaks, uh, stick formations, Xs, and everything else. During my time in the same area, this is what I came across of is this evidence that's possibly Bigfoot related. See, once you explain the story, right, now yep. you got a backstory to it. Now yep. somebody's like, well, maybe Bigfoot, then maybe that is a possibility that Bigfoot's done that. And yep. I help people do that because a lot of people, when they submit that evidence to groups, they're overexcited, but they're not telling people why they think that is. And that's where you got to give that backstory. And as yeah. as it is, is your delivery method.
1: Yeah, I'm not very good at delivering.
0: Well, unless somebody teaches you or explains it to you, you don't know. Yeah. So I, mean,
1: I get really nervous. Like, I still get nervous before every show. Like, it yeah. takes a while to settle Why? down. Why? Well, I don't talk to anyone in real life. And then I come on here. What? Um. You know, I'm shy, like, in real life. And then I come on here and I blab on, um, but I'm getting better at it. Like,
0: you I- know, so so here's the deal, and in everybody, everybody says this to me, uh, you have to practice. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily true, and they look at me funny. I'm like, what do you mean? If you don't know how to practice, and if you're practicing the wrong way, you're never going to get better. Yeah. You have to learn what you're doing, then practice. Because in practice will make perfect, right? Yeah. But if you're doing something wrong and you're practicing the wrong way, you're never going to improve. No. I like to
1: be, like, I'm happy when people say, you know, you've made a mistake. I'll admit to it. But, you know, I'd rather admit to the mistake straight away so it can be fixed quickly. I shut down the whole of one of the insurance companies one day over here, Australia-wide. And um, I just went straight there, said, yep, this is what happened. Bloody blah blah because somebody, I was updating the security system and somebody upstairs in the control area didn't listen or didn't look at the timetable of when I was doing the upgrade. They had it live. So when I did my upgrade, it the whole thing blew up because they weren't shut off into, you know, segments. I just no. admitted it straight away. Sorry, it was my fault. Whole of Australia went down. That same that day, happens. it does. That same day, I had six computers. I started off early in the morning, seven thirty. Started work. By the end of lunchtime, I'd gone through six computers. The last one started with smoke pouring out of it, and they said, "Oh, Matheson, I think you should go home for the day." I said, "Uru," <laughs> straight away. I was out of there. But you know, you, there's some things you can't control, but Generally
0: you can. <laughs> but I, well, you know, and I tell people that the things that you cannot control you learn from, right? Yeah. So yeah, I learned a lot early on in life. And and when I say that, I watched everybody. And I watched what they did. And the reason why I did that because I knew that there would be a time where I'm going to be up to that batter plate. And it's going to be time for me to swing. So if I watch everybody and learn from their mistakes, I won't make the same. And that's yeah. how what I did. Yeah. So hopefully it helps people.
1: I kind of watched, but didn't get involved. But, it's, you know, I put it in the memory bank. The criminal record. Is Virgil a naughty boy, Grizzy?
0: Who knows? The criminal record doesn't mean you're a bad guy. It just means that you haven't learned from your mistakes in life that's all
1: (laughs) i saved this bloke once i took him to the hospital and um then i I took off in the car um and about an hour later and i'm thinking what's going on here um the person that i had in the back of the car had delivered their whole um burglary bounty in the back of my car i had no idea so i have a record because of that i saved the guy's life but legally <laughs> legally i was done for conversion. you know so think think carefully next time you save someone <laughs> you
0: just you, know. you just
2: you just attract trouble, Kath. Just admit it. You were just an. And there are
0: trouble. some people that are just that way that just no matter how many rights they take, they still get the wrong turn. That's why. <laughs> hey, Julianne, welcome. Nice to have you. Good evening or good morning, however, wherever you're from.
2: So going back to the fairy story about the yes. fairy coming in and the and everything getting swished around and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. From where I from what i can see going on out there is that anyone that's holding on to um fear or anger are getting slammed absolutely slammed in so many ways it's it's horrible to watch but they're like they're pretty much unsavable because the more that happens to them the angrier they get and the more frustrated they get and the more they lash out and and then the universe goes kapow here have some more like have some more and it's just it's like I can't even watch it's like a train wreck. It is it's like say anything to them. Yeah.
1: Yeah it's it's like watching coming up for air and then getting dumped again by another wave.
2: But and a lot of them that, are highly spiritual people, like well-known people in the spiritual industry as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Do yes. you think that some people have to have that in their life to survive?
1: Drama. Uh, some do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, it's it's a way of, of getting attention that they don't that yeah their That's attention seeking right. yeah yeah.
0: So we talked about <clears throat> excuse me another on another show. I don't know if it was this one or not, but. uh the doctors has proven that stress and anger produces cancer cells. Mm. So, and people don't realize that. And I tell people, no matter what somebody's done to you, don't hold a grudge. Let it roam. Life's too short. And people won't wrong you. Uh, Julia Ann, has the energy been really extremely weird the last couple of days? Yeah.
2: It yeah. Heavy. Yeah, yeah, heavy uh,
1: oppressive. Very oppressive. Yeah, and drain. Yeah, so draining. And uh, mm-hmm. one minute, you know, you feel super sad. Yep. um, You know, like, it's erratic. It's, it's like that sand being mangled up when the ferry comes in. And it's going to take a little time to settle. But you need to really have your floaters on before you settle, in a way. You know, you need a bit of a hand coming down, like, and, and grounding, seriously grounding, and, and just being really careful that what you, a lot of what you see is, is not it. It, it. It's under because of all the trickery, because the, the new creation or the new era that we're coming into is. It's, <laughs> that's not so, true.
0: So, along this conversation, right, I told somebody today, and it it puzzled them. And I'll say this. And when I say man, I'm referring to the human race. You tell man there are 300 billion stars, and they believe you. But you tell them that bench has wet paint, what do they do? (laughs) They touch it.
2: They want to test your theory.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Look at Why would you lines. touch it? I just told you the paint's wet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that makes no sense, ladies and gentlemen. But you stop and think mm-hmm. about that and put it in reality in life. And when I said that to that person, they they were dumbfounded. And I'm like, "Are you not know, understand what I'm saying?" They're like, "No." And I'm like, "Oh, sheesh."
2: But do you ever try? So what you saying, hi Brian? What you saying, Kathy? Is that you need your floaties on? But even if you're if you're in that vicinity, you're still going to get sand up your nose and, you know, in your ears, probably up your bum crack as well. um, Correct. So wouldn't it be better not to be,
1: like, in the vicinity at all, like not even be in the water? (laughs) Sometimes you can't help it. You know, you're in the same waters that other people are in and you don't know what strings they've got out on their little tentacles. So sometimes you inadvertently can get caught up. This is why it's so very important to always have your protection on before you go anywhere and whatever you're doing. That came out the wrong way. Sorry about that. How many
0: how many Over people here. have drowned saving trying to save somebody that's drowning?
1: Heaps. Oh yeah. Yep. Over here. So put heaps. put
0: that in perspective when it comes to in real life situations. So and and I tell people, you know, Good if point. you think if you think somebody's not worth saving, cut them. And yeah. you know, and over the years, people say you have a cold heart reason They know it's not. Uh, and, you don't want to go down with it. And, and and I said this when it comes to relationships. And and hear me out on this, right? So you are with somebody, boyfriend, husband, whoever, however you want to call it. I don't care what you do. But when you end that relationship, the first thing you need to do is terminate it. When I mean terminated, you block that person on all social media. You block that person in your phone. You have no other contact with that person. Because here's what happens every time you get over that person, whether you left or that person leaves you, however it may be, you get over that person. What happens? They call. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Or they call, they're drunk. Now you're with somebody. Now you're starting to get texts or messages or something, and it just snowballs. Now you got problems. So if you cut it off the beginning, you don't have any issues. And a lot of yeah. people don't understand that. Well, I always end on a good note. No, you don't, because that's why you ended. There's a reason yeah. why you're not together. And if you're not together, you need to cut it. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that they need to do that until down the road they're like, I should have done that from the get go.
1: That's why very- am I going to
0: preach to you if you're not going to listen?
1: That's very similar to the perp and the vic. The victim will always go back to the perp, you know, because of guilt or whatever games the perp is playing with them, you know, the victim will nearly always go back to the perp, unless, like you say, it's cut, completely cut.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're not with somebody, there's no reason for you to have any communication or any ties. When it's done, it's done. And anybody yeah. that knows me, when I'm say it when I say it's done and over with, there is no going back. I do not yeah. change my mind, period. Uh, I, really and, 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 I can
2: see that and, about and you can me. Yeah, you,
0: know, you can ask my ex-wife on that. No, I uh, really like that. You yeah. already got that mad
2: look in your eye already yeah. when you when you're talking I, about it. I do not play games when it
0: comes to friendships. I do not play games when it comes to relationships. I'll warn you once. Yeah. Next time I won't. I'll just cut you. And that's not being rude, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's understanding that you don't need to deal with drama, you don't need to deal with all that chaos and nastiness. It's just not worth it. You know, I can guarantee
2: awkward. you wherever there's a wherever there's a perpetrator and a victim, someone has been a wreck a rescuer. So it's always the triangle. And whether you change roles in that, there is always a triangle. That is so correct. yeah, the perpetrator will pretend which will make the victim go rescue and then the victim becomes a rescuer becomes a victim. It goes around and around, but there's a trauma bond that happens with that. And you can't just cut things sometimes when that type of trauma is there without professional help.
0: Yeah. Well, you heard while well, you didn't hear, but that the girl that found her friend that was murdered on tonight's show, it took her almost eight years mm. to get over the trauma, and she's still not cured, right? When right. she when she yeah. found the body, and you know, people don't understand, right? PTSD or trauma in relationships, and men will do crazy things for love, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking ignorant things. So, uh, we see man. that all the time in crime, uh, murders, missing people. I mean, it's just I don't know, man. Well, I mean, what's going through their head? But It's, it's wild. And, you know, for example, uh, and this is sad, uh, a kid, uh, eight, eight years old, took a gun to school and, uh, they knew he had a gun and, uh, they wouldn't take it away from him because it was in his pants pocket. You know what the principal said? He ain't going to do anything. We're going to wait for the police. Guess what happened? He shot the teacher. Right there in front of everybody. So that teacher is suing uh, the school district right now. And I was like, are you serious? You worry about a lawsuit for touching an eight-year-old when he's got a gun? And they said, don't worry about it. He's eight years old. He ain't going to do anything. You got a screw loose, pal.
1: Exactly. So And all like all the trauma, <clears throat>
0: you know. Oh, the, the teacher screwed up. I mean, yeah. I mean a, a door slams. She loses her stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's just real sad. And, you know, people don't use common sense because they're always worried about being sued. Man, I would have snatched that kid. I would have threw him against the wall and I would have pulled that gun out and took everything out. The magazine, the bullets and everything else. Yeah. The police got there. Either that or duct tape the kid's hands. Something.
1: Yeah. Like I'd be the same. That's why I get into trouble all the time because I do the exa- those sort of things as well. What? Why allow like heaps and heaps of people to be traumatized and ruined for the rest of their lives. If you can stop it there and then and not get hurt, of course, you know, but that's why I get into a lot of trouble.
0: I was at a restaurant once and I have my back turned to this family and you can tell this family was lower class and no disrespect to anybody Mm -hmm. for me saying that, but this woman backhanded her child and knocked him out of the booth I jumped up and I said, Your ass is going to jail right now. I locked her ass up. Good. She fought me. She went to jail. She got extra charges. Good. So, you know, I mean, you you don't do that. You know, do I believe in discipline? Absolutely. Do I believe in corporal punishment? Yes. But something like that? No. Absolutely not. I mean, when when she I mean, you heard you heard the crack and you, I mean, it knocked dishes off the table, and he was out in the aisle that's how bad and violent it was no and I uh, like and it. i mean people were like flipping out in the restaurant because of my actions i told them to go fly a kite and i was like you want to be next i yeah. said i'll pull my gun out i hold you at gunpoint till my cavalry comes i don't give a rat's ass i said you're not going to interfere with my business she's gone you next let's go
1: exactly i got into tr- so, big trouble bro. when i first had my my little one, like I have no experience in babies or anything like that. And we had to go um, to, you know, you meet up with a play group with all the other women and that. I was old. All the other ones were young, you know, sprightly the whole bit. Anyway, one day, because I didn't have a vehicle, I had to walk there a long way with the pram to get to this park. Every time I'd get to the park, I'd get there earlier because I've started off early. But this park, I would check and go around the park, you know, first, you know, um, we're not allowed to say that, Um, you know, um, injectors. Um, So I would go all over the park trying to find those before I'd let any of the kids play there. The women are all rocked up. And, um, you know, I said, just be careful, you know, there's a lot of these things lying around. Oh, boy, I never heard the end of it. Oh, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, and the you know the hats that the kids wear at school and they've got the strings on them?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I did a full investigation on the weight of those strings to stop kids being, you know, on the play equipment to test out how much weight they would carry before they would loosen up and not, you know, do the deed. Oh boy. That was another thing I got into big trouble over. Yeah. These sort of things I don't back down on. If you can stop someone getting hurt and it's an easy thing to do, why not do it? I'm always in trouble.
0: It's just, it's your personal belief. And you know, when it comes to personal beliefs, I, I don't condone anybody for what they believe in or anything like that, oh, right? I'll, I will never persuade you to change in what you believe in. That's it, not it's not my style. Uh, but I will correct you, uh, not not in public if I think something's wrong. And it's going to help you. And if and I don't think you're going to heed anything, you're going to continue on your actions. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm just going to let you do your own thing. I'm going go my way and just let it roll. Yeah. Uh, and that's a problem. A lot of people can't do right and this is where they get into the drama and the backstabbing the gossip and everything else and it's just it's crazy so uh, it it's sad it really is and i mean if you ever go out and look at people in america for a good example and watch how people act it it's kind of embarrassing it, it really is uh you know i was watching a video before we went live and uh I laughed. A guy went by and uh, flipped off a police officer, right, while he was sitting in the middle of the interstate. Freedom of speech, you know, First Amendment. He can do whatever he wants. That's fine. The cop pulls out. He gets behind him. Not even a half mile, he gets pulled over for a traffic infraction. He gets two citations. And the guy's like, you can't even write me a ticket. See you in court. You know, he was uh, impeding traffic in his window tent. And the guy was like, you pulled me over for flipping me off. And he said, I can care less about the finger. And I don't mean nothing to me. He said, this is what I got you for. It's on dash cam. I'll see you in court. Here's the documentation. And he walked away, gave him a ticket. And I just laughed. And I'm like, you actually put that up on, on for social media for everybody to see how bad he was to prove a point. And you got 400 and something dollars worth in citations. For what? You know, it's, it's ignorant, you know, and it, it, it's, it's sad. I, I'm glad I'm not in it. So that is correct.
1: And you must let the others in the group think they figured it out themselves.
0: And, Henry, you're right. So I'm very big on NLP, uh, logistic Programming. And that was something big back in the day. And it still kind of is to this day. And learn up on it. It's very interesting. Uh,
1: I'm not a fan of that.
0: Uh, a lot of people are not, uh, you know. I, so when it comes to my toolbox, right, I'm very adverse. I like to learn a lot because you never know what you're going to use in certain situations. Yeah. And so I just like to know about it because when somebody asks, you know, what NLP is, I can talk about it and explain yeah, it. Yeah, same. Uh, because a lot of people don't know, but at one time it was very well known back in the '60s and '70s. So and it's still used to today. Yeah. So if you don't know what it is, ladies and gentlemen, Google it. It's pretty nice, pretty neat.
1: Yeah, it can be scary if you, it's used incorrectly because it's implanting.
0: It can in be. A, now, in now, a sense. I, now, I yeah. use it to understand your actions, to pull what you don't remember, what you did and how you did things, like an incident. Yeah. Yeah, so I use it the proper way, not to get you to do something my way. Yeah, program you. And
1: right? linguistically, yeah, you in your field, and and also you know in the crime shows, linguistically the the words are important, you know, because they, they really can send you, yeah, because they can trigger you onto different uh, narratives.
0: Well, you know that's like the old man. The first time we I watched that. At the post office, what happened, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, guy uh, thought he was a murder suspect and years ago. Uh, he went in the post office, made a complete butt of himself. I'm talking he picked up uh, the one of their computers and dropped it on the ground because he was mad at the post office over delivery. Was he in the wrong? Absolutely. He, he, he was a hothead. But what happened was when he did that, he left the facility. Well, the guy that worked there followed him outside. Now, what was not said is what happened while they were going outside. So the guy that acted up in the post office and broke the postal computer got to the car, pulled out a gun, and put the gun between the guy's eyes. And uh, the guy came forward. He's, oh, guy's a hothead. He got in trouble. No, he didn't. He didn't control for doing that. And the reason why you didn't get in trouble for Paul the is because you're not telling the whole story. You're on the news because that happened and you're trying to make him a bad guy. And that's why I try to tell people is that your actions, you're going to have to answer for in your lifetime. And people don't understand that. And that's very crucial in life. So what you do in your 20s, you will have to answer in your 30s, 40s, or 50s. That will come back and haunt you, whether it's your record, driving record, Arrest record, your attitude, your demeanor, because the first time you make that mistake, somebody that does not like you that you went to school with or college or lived in that neighborhood is going to be right there in front of that camera to make you look like the worst guy that you are to the whole world. And that's what they're going to do. And that's what they did to him. Now, what he did, was he a bad guy? Yeah, he, he was a hothead. But what he did, he had an alibi, right? He wasn't in town. Allegedly, when the murder happened, he had receipts. He had pictures of the trip with his wife, and he took a polygraph test, which was awesome. Yeah. However, because of the stress in everything, and everybody made him to be the bad guy, and everybody thought it was him that killed that, that principal, allegedly put him into a medical state where he had dementia and Alzheimer's and he had to go in the nursing home and he was a vegetable. And that's sad. Right. So is he a suspect? We don't know because now I'm like you said, how can you prosecute somebody if he is the actual suspect or the actual murderer?
1: So unless
0: they have the weapons with the blood and DNA on it or the clothing he wore, you know, how can you prosecute that? Because they can't interview him anymore.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So, yeah, so that's so. Where do you go with that?
1: It's you can't because there's no capacity. So yeah, it's, it's you can't do anything. And plus, they're in an aged care home or wherever you know you've got your dementia people, which is I reckon that's that's punishment enough, whether you've done something or not. That's horrific. Well,
0: and you know, then you look at what he said. In front of people at school, about him getting right up and him about to lose his job, and the the comment, the threat, and something happened to the principal. And the first person everybody's going to point out, he, he threatened her, and now yeah. she's dead. Yeah. So how does that make you look? It makes you look like you did it. Yeah. So
1: that's like all these layers that it, you know. If we're going out cleansing, say say we're going out to a paddock. We're going to, at at home, I'm going to check it out first. But there are so many different layers that you've got to look at. There could have been a cemetery there. There could have been a massacre there. There could be a river flowing underneath. There's so many different technicalities that you're not just doing a straight cleanse. You might hit one, you know, a grave, for example. There might be three or four in that grave. They may come from different centuries you have no idea so like today on the show we we're asking why i have so much paperwork Be- that's the reason why because i have to keep eliminating the gray areas that could make me incorrect i'm, I'm not correct all the time i don't well, pro-
0: see the people that first tune in didn't know what you were reading they thought you were reading a script like a news channel report that's oh. why i asked to clarify that so uh, because they don't know your format and people that yeah. watch the show know that you make your own questions. So when you do your dowsing remote viewing or however you get your information, that there's a format that you use. That's why I wanted you to explain that, especially yeah. for the new ones that were tuning in, uh, yeah. because everybody does something different on, on the crime show. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, hey, Russ, welcome. So that, it's very interesting, right? Uh, and, Christopher was interesting, uh, but it was sad to see everybody's emotions going through that case. Yeah,
1: it was so full on, like, you feel sick, you can't help but feel
0: sick. Hi, hey, Russ. Michelle, what are you thinking of?
2: I'm just listening, just listening.
0: you want another,
1: you want another joke? <laughs> Hello. It's <laughs>
0: Mm. He, no. he came in just a second ago and left. Oh. So
1: well, so, well, it's the same theory works like with with the cleansing. It, you still, I still use a format similar to that, so that you can eliminate as many of the possibilities that you may be incorrect as possible. You know, as possible. That's why I do so much. Like to do those crime case cases, that takes me. If it's just a fairly straight one, which none of them ever really are, but some of them, you know, they don't want to be found or there's a privacy issue or an ethical issue, that just a basic will take me about four hours. Mm-hmm. To do any of those other, because I come back and do maybe three sessions so that I can verify or I'll come back and try and annihilate those grey areas. It's the same with the cleansings as well.
0: Now, when you do your cleansing, and I ask both of you this, how many times do you cleanse your residence?
1: For mine, I stick up one that lasts. I hope that will last quite a long time. So, and then, but well, if quite I a long a week,
0: time is what to you compared to me?
1: Well, a week. But if anybody comes in and out of the house, I cleanse immediately. But I've got stuff set up in the house so that there should not be any negative energies entering in the first place.
0: Okay, explain that then. Which? What do you have set up?
1: What do I have set up? Well, as Michelle knows, I'm surrounded by tourmalated quartz all around my house for magnetics. Do you have it Um, by
0: the door or the entryways? Everywhere.
1: Everywhere. Inside, outside, front door, back door, under the house. like I could take you out there, but I might
0: lose the screen. You're you're good with explaining. It just gives them a picture to understand.
1: Yeah. Um, Then I've got other things set up. Um, Bells. I have bells everywhere. On windows, in case somebody opens a window, I need a racket because I don't have a proper security system. Um, I used to have my dogs, but I don't have them anymore. Um, I have smoky quartz. I've got stones lying around everywhere. I've got eagle feathers, uh, heaps of stuff. I'm right into protection, always have been since I was little. And then when I lived in Mexico, I was 12, and I was in Castanada country, and I got right into Castaneda. At, that's a young age to get into it, to, and this is why I kind of understand a lot of these entities and trickery and all that sort of stuff. Then I got into existentialism, and it just went from there. I never really fitted in.
0: Michelle, what about you?
2: Um, I used to be, um, I, I slightly paranoid about protection, um, because I saw a lot of dark stuff. Um, you know, actually, could see it. So I was very, um, and I used to use selenite a lot. Um, Rosemary, um, selenite, salt. Um, that's gone onto black salt. Black salt um, is something that I would use if I was really concerned about demonic stuff. But to be honest with you, I now don't. I really don't have a lot of interference. Um, and I think someone, someone I know, have known for a long time, actually was like a spiritual. Um, mentor to me she actually picked it up she says wow you just kind of like you've gone a bit untouchable haven't you and I went yeah I think I have um because I stopped worrying about it I think that was one thing the fear really attracts stuff and even if someone comes in and I don't and I'm a bit sus about it um you know I just I just do my own personal stuff I don't rely on uh, sure I've got the crystals and um all the tools um, around the place, and I change them around constantly. But you know, I used to have like tourmaline at the front door. I used to be absolutely pedantic about it. But now it's like I watch the signs. If the animals are behaving funny, weird, like out of the ordinary, I'll go testing and looking, um, or just stop and tune in, and then I might have to do something. I may, I may sage, or you know, I may just completely open all the doors and windows and you know clean um I might do something more depends on what it actually is but I'm I've found that I have less and less and less bad really bad stuff um and that's a nice a nice feeling because I don't and if I get really tired or depressed I know there's something I've I've picked up an attachment and that could be from um going just going shopping you can go shopping and you can pick them up in the shopping centre because you're not aware or you're not thinking or you're thinking of something else or someone might brush up past you. Sometimes you can feel that too. You can feel people's energy. If you feel yep. someone brush past you and it feels like prickly and sticky, that's like a sure sign that they're carrying a lot of stuff. So you need to, you know, I, I think I've just noticed what I'm noticing now. It's not so much. I don't rely on the tools so much. It's more that's- like I I become aware then I'm pretty proficient at going, okay, you're not allowed in my space, you know, you don't have permission, off you go. Yeah, bugger off.
0: Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people's never cleansed their home before. I was shocked. I
1: I find the more you trust your intuition and you believe in yourself, Hmm. the less doubt anywhere around, the less Funny business will touch you. Like I'm the same as you. I don't specifically put stuff there. It's just always there, and I trust that that's always there. But like you say, I can be in the supermarket and and there's a line behind you, and I can feel it, and I'll start swishing my back straight away. <laughs> you're, I know you big on that. Know, no calm, man. Oh, you know i this. I know. Look but sometimes mouse. you can
2: feel people. You can actually feel their energy coming and yeah. they'll come past you and you go, oh, okay, that's very dirty. All right, yeah. thank you.
1: I, I, I yeah. swish. <laughs> you, know, you know, like a duck underwater and the, it swishes its tail underwater and no one can see what's going on. But even months. out,
2: you know, without any tools, not having any tools, you can actually do stuff just by just by manipulating the energy around you.
1: Yeah. Well, we are just Redeployment. Energy. I love that mm. word. Redeployment mm. of energy. You yeah. can make balls and you can it's fun.
2: Although I do have big guns in the toolkit just in case. You never yes, know. Yes, I <laughs> um, It doesn't it doesn't pay to play uh, with me in that way. Just yeah. put it that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. same. Liana yeah. King, do you believe we're born in this world with attachments from other lives we have lived through the ages? What are your thoughts?
1: I think some, yes. Interesting
2: question. Um, I don't know. I think we come in reasonably clean. Um, but you're talking about past life trauma, and that sits in our subconscious. And that is what interferes with us. Um, there would be, there has been, yes, some children are being born now that are possessed already, then that's due to um stuff that the parents have done or generations have done beforehand, you know, yeah. mostly alcohol, you know, things yeah. like that. Um, so yes, it's possible, probably more, poss- it's more, probably more present now if I think about it than it. Than before um that's an interesting subject really interesting subject
1: it is it's so involved like if you bring religion into it um and depending on you know what kind of activities they believe in that can just keep coming 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 you know like the cult stuff um I find most of those people have the attachments already, uh, when they've, when they're coming through and then once they're through and they hit a new energy, it's confusing for them. And they, like, they want some question, you know, well, why, why have I been indoctrinated into this all this time? And then they want to get out. But I found, because I've debriefed a few cult people. Um, it's, it's so difficult because of those layers going back down again, um, the trauma and the fact that they're blinkered. So they don't know that they atta- they have attachments because they, they've always kind of been open, you know, to that indoctrination. But as soon as they come out or go into town or whatever and mix with other people like that aren't into that same, you know, mentality, um, mm. I find that they're an open, they're, they're like a calendar, a colander, you know, holds everywhere. I'd like
2: to, I'd like to believe that, that it doesn't happen and that, you know, we are born with a fresh start. But it, I, having said that, I have seen evidence that that doesn't always, isn't always the case. Um, so, which is very sad because some of those are not, they're not savable
1: no, and like you, you continue those type of issues. You'll find a lot of people they're they're always blaming themselves for stuff. It's not their fault, you know. They they haven't done this. This is just their response to the stimulus they were given in the first place. So it's not their fault. And then when they find out, and you you teach them, you know, or help them to forgive, it's wow, you know, like. You can see it coming off their bodies. It, it, it's such a relief, you know, that, oh, I, I didn't know why I was doing this. I didn't know why this was happening to me all the time. Yeah, but they'd already had that attachment that was bringing it in all the time without their, they didn't know. Like, it was just the way their DNA came through to begin with. So it's like an open target. this is a very complicated,
2: that's a very complicated talk topic really i mean there could be so many other factors yeah exactly
1: that's not the entities you know when you're cleansing you 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 might be looking at this like you know that healing i had to do in japan there's this guy on the corner and he was making all these car accidents and everything um everything was going wrong around this corner anyway i found out that the guy that killed him was a real meanie meanie and he attached to this guy but then the guy that did the attachment he passed away and left this guy at the corner who had this like entity still attached to him that was making him do the stuff it it took me a while to get down all the layers to figure out well who started this i like Mm -hmm. to find stimulus i don't like to work on response i don't trust response I like well, I
2: to go back. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I do believe that yes, we've had past lives, et cetera, et cetera. And we do carry trauma from certain events in that in that past life. That doesn't mean we come in with the attachments. We come in with the subconscious memories. And then we can pick up attachments or entities because of, of the way that we're operating or the, that trauma that we're carrying in the subconscious. Um, that's what I trauma. believe. Yeah, I agree. That is Also, I do believe there are babies being born soulless um, and has been for quite some time.
0: Well, the U.S. court system, uh, the guy that uh, got charged with Tupac's murder, uh, if you listen to his sentence, uh, the court system uh, put him in for life without parole. And they put six, seven hundred years on top of that. Then when he gets reincarnated, they put him back in prison for another natural life. And they go on and on. So th- does the United States believe in reincarnation? Yes. And when they sentenced him, they wanted to make sure that when he came back in the afterlife that he was not going to get out of prison. Uh, that shocked the world. Uh, that was very deep because that's never I don't think it's never been done because a lot of people ask, well, they charge somebody six, seven hundred years is because, you know, each element of the crime stipulates a certain degree of law that you can ask max number penalty of years, right? So if you're charged with all these crimes, right, all these incidents, and you get off one, two, and three, you still got up to seven other charges holding you in, in prison. So if those other three charges get dismissed, you're still liable for the remaining. But it was interesting because you're all talking about this. And a lot of people... Um, They actually had that show, I can't remember what it is, as we're wrapping up, where those kids that were under 10 years old saying that they were uh, airplane fighter pilots in World War II. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were telling where they lived, uh, how they died, and they were like, what the hell's going on? My kids tell me he was doing... And they went back in history and pulling records, and they are like, yeah. And they were taking the kids uh, across the world, and, they, and the kids were pointing out, this is where I lived, and this... And, and how can you explain that?
2: Well, they've slipped through. Like, mostly when we come back, we uh, we go through the veil of amnesia. And sometimes, you know, like most things, not everything's 100%, is it? Like, some of them slip through without, you know, being affected by that. So, and um, yeah, someone else has mentioned interdimensional magic and things. So, from my experience, really good shamans will always cover um every dimension past present future parallels um yep. underworld midworld, overworlds um when they do when they're doing retrievals or when they're cleansing people of that type of um stuff but that's again that's that's another department isn't it there's just so that's, many different what, that's what, you can't say yes or no to like that kind of question it's not a yes on no a question because no, so levels
1: yeah. like that's why I keep I know you don't like it but that's why I keep going back to the string theory it, it's forever flowing you know so you can't just do one chunk
2: well no but it's it's interdimensional I I know I what you're saying What well, I do believe in what you're saying about the string theory it's just what's been shown to me is it's not about, it's not linear. It's, there's just so many dimensions that are interconnected, and you can slip through two dimensions by just being in a certain vibration, but you can also slip back as well. And often that will happen even within a day. Um, so it's not, yes, yeah, so I don't see it as string. So I always giggle when you say string theory, but it's because it's not it's what's been shown to me like vision wise
1: yeah Yeah, and like to me it's my way of visually seeing the energetics and the physics yeah and that works for you because your mind is
2: working in that kind of format i think for me they've shown me another way that i could actually go okay i understand that where i couldn't understand the linear way but i can understand this other way so there's no right or wrong no. In any of it. It's just how we see it or perceive it Um Clean- can be different from.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what, yeah. whatever gives you an in, inside knowing and the, you're at peace with it, that's good. Uh yeah, that cleansing as good
0: as. Sorry? You got to read it out loud for the audio. Are cleansing as good as protection spells? I ask you for a friend. Krista wants to know.
2: Well, you need to do both. You need to cleanse first and then protect. Yeah,
1: like protection is clean.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna put your perfume on, then jump in the shower. No. <laughs> True. <laughs> I mean, it's just a way to break it down. And you know. um, the be spells,
1: real. not really into spells, um maybe different terminology, you know, of the way um, you yes, protect- the
2: magic comes with a price. You be very, very careful. I mean we are doing spells every day. Words are spells. So be careful with your words. Um, you can actually create a lot of like my mother used to say you're convicted by the words of your mouth so um yeah you must be careful with your word because you can actually bring stuff upon yourself just by the way you say things or
1: yeah I do it all the time
2: yeah (laughs) um but don't don't cast spells on other people It, it has very bad repercussions there is always a price to pay
1: Yep,
0: for never, every action there's a reaction. Sorry, hey? so people don't understand that.
2: There is, I, it's so, it. They think it's, it's. I can't. It
1: just, not nah, It's just a nut. You just nut nah, nut. Nah, you have no, no way. idea. Nah. like there's, you know, for every action there's a reaction. You want to yeah. watch what you do because yeah. you won't like what's going to come back. Reaction. Not action coming back, reaction. Bang. There's a price. You, there is always a price to pay. Yeah. 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 And
2: you won't like it. You won't like the price. So don't do it. It's not
1: worth it. Um, back to this with the children. Um, the lady just said she believes that everybody is born without any evil attached.
0: So Um, in in the biblical reference, all right, so that is a good question. So let's use that and run with it. So when you're born, you are pure. Uh, You come with no strings attached. You come as innocent as you can be. Uh, The world is the one that you are tainted with and become full of sin because of what you are brought up with and what you do and what you do with your life and how you do things. But that can also
2: um, trigger off the the past life memories that are sitting in the subconscious or within your cellular DNA because it's passed down.
0: From I, I can probably buy that. I can probably yeah. buy that. But yeah. but when you're born, you're pure. Uh, yeah, so I believe that. You, you start out with a clean slate.
1: Yeah. Well, not always. Like, sorry to differ here, but like I was four and I was hung by this guy who was mentally challenged He was born mentally challenged. Neither of us had a hope.
0: So in God's eye, right, uh, mentally challenged people is a different slate. How can you hold somebody accountable with sin if they do not have the right marbles in the mind to understand what they are doing? So that's a different that's different.
1: Exactly. That's so set up my you baseline. cannot
0: say people that do not accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior believe in the Father above that you're not going to go to heaven, right? Because if, if they're not mentally capable of understanding the concept, then they already have a clean slate. And this is where people have a, a dispute. But if you read the biblical reference and understand how things work, that is true. So uh, now we have, I'm not going to say who. Uh now he came on uh like 10 minutes ago, so we're getting ready to wrap up. Uh, no, it's good to be a devil's advocate, absolutely. So because I love conversations. So uh where the hell is going with it? I saw Devil's Advocate and it's like (laughs) um
2: yeah, but it's like it doesn't matter what's happened to you. I just feel that at the at our core. There is the knowing of right or wrong that we come in normally knowing right from wrong. It doesn't matter, you know, what our upbringing has been or how unfair it was. At our core we still know right from wrong and we do make a choice then to either follow right or follow wrong. And we can blame what's happened to us. But at, but at the bottom of it, we still know that if it's right or wrong.
1: See, in my situation, I was Normally. only little, but for, for years and years and years and years after that, I felt guilty Not, I didn't I wasn't afraid or anything like that. I just felt guilty that this poor kid ended up locked up for the rest of his life, and the mother and father, they adopted him. they never could have children again. For years I carried that. Yeah, I, because I forgave him straight away. And, you know, like, you know, because I was only little and he's just another well, then,
0: then it's a proper thing to do. You should forgive other people's actions regardless of what they do. That That's yeah. human decency. Yeah, I was asking, has, have you worked with any, how do you say that, Ask
1: records? ASCIC. Have you ever
0: encountered anyone able to access their own records, like being blocked?
1: I haven't done a lot of work on that at all. I understand it, but I haven't delved.
2: Um you would be blocked from your because really if you can tune into divine consciousness or higher self, you should be able to access your akashic records. So
0: um
2: sometimes you're not meant to.
1: Yeah.
0: You oh. I think that's a good question. Liana wants to know, is there really sin? Yes, absolutely there is sin. Uh, There are seven deadly sins that's been written, and you got the Ten Commandments and so forth, the biblical reference, right? So if you take the biblical reference out, like I told the atheists when I was younger, if you take God out of the equation and let's say that you live by the word of the good and you yep. die you are fine you're in heaven but if you live by the word and you die and there is not a heaven you lived a good life so it's twofold so then somebody asks, also uh, do you mean people who do not know right from wrong no what I refer to is people with disabilities like severe mm-hmm. autism, mentally handicapped, yeah. that's got a mind over five or seven or eight year old that don't know right from wrong, that cannot yeah. tie their shoes, and it's like a vegetable. That's what I'm referring to.
1: Yeah, that's what this guy was like. Yes. Super well, he huge. It wasn't he his been operating in that in that
2: case, they operate operate from the reptilian brain, which is about survival.
0: So With, that's
2: it's about survival. So they're, they're all they're, they're concerned about is their own survival. So that all their actions will be based on that.
1: Yeah. This, this guy was just pure uh, touched.
0: Yeah. Like well, a, a lot you, of you it wasn't his- If you look about how things happen throughout world history, uh, if you were poor and you had kids, you couldn't afford kids, what did you do? You took them out in the woods. You left them. You let the animals eat them. You abandoned your children. Uh, they got rid of the kids. Uh, when you had kids that had uh, disabilities and so forth, you put them and sent them away, uh, either from society or into uh, hospitals. I and mean, it's where all the sanatoriums were back in the days, right? But if you look at history and how they took care of children, it's very uh graphic it's uh, horrific it, it is i mean if you, they didn't want the kid they would either kill the kid or leave it out in the woods and walk away that was it dump it in a river jump drop it off the bridge and be gone uh, and that's, that's the way what people animals do. With it.
2: that's what nature does with with things that aren't right when they're born
0: if yeah, they think so. that, that
2: they do the same thing
0: Uh, the borax guy uh, he just left so i just want to make sure it's a long story Uh, but i mean those those are real real good questions because a lot of people don't know and that's good questions to ask to get people's opinions
1: it is and like in in other cultures and that similar if the person is r-a-p-e-d the lady she's ostracized out of the the village you know they 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 have to live outside of the village or if one's husband dies then the next the brother has to take over that's it's complicated
2: you know, a lot of shamans lived on the outskirts they were not allowed in the village no, it,
0: it was yeah it, it was a bad omen to have them in uh, yeah it really is and and you look at the human body right and this is where i talk to people off the record when they have miscarriages and it, it's tragic and it's sad. However, that is your body rejecting something that is not right. And people don't understand that there is something wrong with the fetus. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I know it, it's sad to discuss that, but there's it reasons is. why the, the body aborts it. Uh, and I'm not going to get into the medical stuff. It's, it's neither here for selection. this platform, but... Yeah you know, is it trauma? Yeah. I mean, does it happen? Yes, but that's the natural way of the body to get rid of it. Uh, that's why they have the test now, that whether you can find out prior, before you have the pregnancy full term, whether yes. you're going to keep it or abort it. So,
1: Yeah. Um, can I ask something? It's a horrible question. It goes back to religion. Sure. I'm really sorry about this. It could bring up, a lot of problems for everybody, but it might also help. Um, in some situations, if a person is RAPED and they become pregnant and they then ABORT, religiously, are they ever forgiven?
0: So I'll say this, right? And a lot of people don't understand this. There have been serial killers that have been seen in heaven. And people are like, how is that possible? Because if if you follow biblical reference and you ask for forgiveness, then the blood of Jesus will wash the sins away. Now that's twofold. Uh, For example, if I do something right and it's bad and I ask for forgiveness, I am cleansed by reference. However, if I keep doing the same thing over and over, are they really going to, is he really going to forgive me? No. Mm-hmm. You have to be sincere and deeply honest and change your ways. Then you are will be forgiven. See, that's the catch. See, and this is where I have differences with people's religions. Because some things, people can do things and get uh, clean and go out and do the same thing over and over. Yeah. Uh, and that's not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. It's just, um, it's not how it works, so. That's a good question now.
1: Sorry, I didn't like to ask that because I know um, people will, like, continue to hurt themselves for a long, long time. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, Um,
0: here's the problem I have, and this will be the last statement we'll make, is this is pretty bad. In America. Sorry, everyone. You can do what you want and go to the drugstore and get the 24-hour pill. And you don't have to worry about it. Now, what kind of message are you sending to society?
1: No, okay. I don't yeah, I agree. Ladies I don't. and
0: gentlemen, I'm sorry. I uh, will make it publicly announcement. I don't I don't agree with that. Same. You know, I... if, if if you play, you pay. There are things out there that will save you the headache. It ain't my problem or fault, but you did what you did and you ended up in that position. Sure. I mm
2: well, that's mm-hmm. a whole that's a whole can of worms right yes, there is. and then, because we all know, and that's stuff we can't actually talk about because there is an agenda with all of that.
0: Well, now, penny uh, van, that's totally different. I'm just talking about people that just like, oh, I'm going to go to the drugstore and get my pill,
1: yeah, have I don't a few drinks, that. pop a pill the next day, no responsibility so, whatsoever.
0: Uh, you know, <coughs> I, I have I have morals, and uh, and that's where I stand. Uh, yeah, you know, one. I was raised from abstinence and all that other stuff. And, you know, people say, well, Grizzly, times change. Well, your times has and mine hasn't. Sorry.
1: No, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm the same, Grizz. I'm a bit um, <laughs> cut straight on I'm that one. You can
0: do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just being truthful. Same. So I, think- I, I, I don't kiss on the first date either, so don't even try.
1: Me That's pretty much. That's
0: too
1: much. <laughs> so I made this poor guy divorce his wife before I'd go out with him. I stuck to it. He divorced um, her.
0: Yeah, Penny Van. It, it it's really sad, and it it's it's very disturbing. Uh, and then you got people that fight for certain rights. Wait a minute. Hold up. Let's talk about rights. They're not your rights to fight for because you're the one that put yourself in that position. Now, there are some uh circumstances that are outside people's control that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we enacted uh, something here in Kentucky, which I applaud for. However, it's still dispelling, is they have baby boxes. I don't know if you ever heard that before. They are uh, boxes at fire stations Where if you have a child, you no longer want that child, you can go to that fire station and put that baby inside that box and walk away. No strings attached. And within 30 seconds, it gives you time to walk away and alarms go off inside and they come down, grab the baby, and they take it from there.
1: Another problem with cleansing.
0: The reason why they did that, they got tired of finding babies in dumpsters and finding babies being murdered. So that was their uh, thing to solve that. Now, however, now there are some good stories for people that could not have children that have adopted them. Yes. But once again, you know, how do you solve one problem by starting creating another? Right. So, but it's twofold.
1: And, you know, you explain to the one when they try to find out where they came from and they find, oh, yeah, I was put in a box and left in a, you know, And then you explain, well, the people that adopted you really, really wanted you. And, you know, it goes on. But it still hurts.
0: It's, you know, when I look at society as a whole today, it's very appalling in a lot of ways. How people act and and do things. Uh, and, And it's not getting any better. And people want to do this and that and want you know, and it, it's just like, why? Right. Don't uh, you think
2: that's because no one is held responsible for their actions anymore?
0: Here's the problem. People are afraid to hold people accountable because of the backlash.
2: Yeah. I know. It's, a, it's crazy days. And until we return to some form of, you know, enforcement of proper rules and regulations for the right reasons, it's 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 out of control. Like, people are not even responsible for their own stupidity
1: anymore. And let's face it, there's a lot of silliness out there. But they're not learning respect and common courtesy and the basics of humanity. You know, they're glued to a techno tracker.
2: mm, They're also not learning to be
1: accountable either. That 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 makes it a hundred times worse as well. You know, like you've got the sentencing up here. I know I'd oh, be to be careful. Um, it's like
2: you know you can go do that, but you prepared for the consequences of your actions. But unfortunately, these days the consequences are don't add up to the
1: crime. No, and like the the amount of time that you get for doing a certain thing compared to the amount of time you get done for, say, murder, the murder is. And the RAPE is nothing like the other charges of, say, burglary, um, you know, other things like that attempted murder and that they're higher than RAPE. So we've had where 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 the world
0: went wrong was worried about people's feelings instead of doing the right thing.
2: It's terrible. We've had one here in Western Australia where um, a guy was sent to jail. He was a rapist. Um, raped a five-year-old. He tried to kill her by bashing her head in with a rock. He was in jail. He's been let out by a judge with eight hundred thousand dollars of ndis ndis funding.
0: Yeah,
2: explain that. explain that. I mean, how is that holding someone accountable for their actions?
0: And for statistics discussion? proves that he will go back and do something again.
2: And yeah. He's, and- Getting government money to do it—it's ridiculous,
1: and that is a—that's a actual ongoing thing here recently. The other sadness is someone else will take care of it, and then they will end up paying.
0: Nobody wants to be the bad guy.
1: No, unless you're the parent, you know. And then what do you do? You've got to mm-hmm. behave yourself. Look, Michelle, have you seen those at the beginning of the show where before Grizzy was? Cracking funnies. We were talking about those black-eyed ones. Have you had any experience with the little children, the black-eyed ones? Well, I've never. Um, I caught a little bit of that, and you. They were
2: talking about like just children coming to your door with black eyes, Hi, which I sounded am. a bit, which sounded a bit scary. I didn't know where where in the world that was. Um, but yes, I have I have experienced a child, um, who was black-eyed and um i lived in my house for 18 months it was the worst time of my life and uh there was nothing i could do to i, I mean it was scary it was no. like yeah no, like i know what well,
0: we're gonna open up on the next show on cat then with your story <laughs> what? the what well, with your story
2: my story
0: yes we gotta know about this one.
2: Oh no it was it was terrible i actually ended up with ptsd from that and a whole lot of and being like i believe in god and jesus and all of that stuff so i did everything that i possibly could as a god-faring person who believed that everyone has a chance and and there's good in everybody and yeah. it backed me so bad. How old are
1: you?
2: Um, he was eight by the time he came to me, seven, I think. But, um, that was, um, gosh,
1: you would have been what 20 something?
2: No, 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 no. This was Recently. in, yeah. This was in New South Wales.
1: Oh. He's part of
2: the foster system. Um, oh. mm. I like, that.
0: Uh, all right, we have to call it a night. We're already encroaching on I somebody else's else time on their channel.
1: And sorry, yeah. David, I don't know what happened. And um, anyone that's got any dousing questions, just sing out.
0: Yeah, David, next time you come, come on time. So we'll catch you next time. And uh, you got to tell <laughs> us about this. So it's uh, oh, pretty interesting.
2: I, I, it's uh, my heart races every time I even think about it. It's taking a little time to get over it. Mm,
0: mm, but hopefully mm. a lot of people learn some stuff tonight and ladies and gentlemen if you got questions don't be bashful
1: yeah Um, good conversation
0: is good conversation if i don't know the answer i'll tell you i don't know i'll find it yeah i'm not a know-it-all but uh i'll between us three we'll figure it out somehow so
2: yeah there's so many layers to well levels to everything and and layers and there's no i don't believe there's a right or wrong question for anything i think there's just like a multitude of
1: yeah. yeah like who knows we none of us know 100 percent. so the more we share the better the more we can find out That's in right. a safe place where there's no judgment
0: right yeah well, uh, everybody's saying another interesting show good night everybody and uh, everybody. coast to coast and around the world thanks everybody have a good night and godspeed we'll catch you tomorrow at 6 p.m take care bye-bye
1: <laughs> bye take care thanks